Hey, 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 welcome to the Land of Enlightenment podcast. I am your host, Oscar Duran. Hope you all are doing well. It's been a minute since we last spoke. I did want to address that I will be doing a theme shift for a little while. I decided to um, kind of give it a break when it came to the really intense job of booking and scouting out people, quote unquote, people of interest to come on the show um, and maybe do something a little bit different. Um, So the opportunity arose for me to interview somebody at a local nonprofit. Uh, So I decided maybe to continue to do that for a little while, see how it goes. I can always move back to the original theme, but it's just a slight change. Um, It also doesn't mean that I won't have your occasional just interview, right? So, but I think that's going to be the theme for a little while. So keep an ear out for that. If you have suggestions for a new organization, nonprofit that I could highlight, that'd be great. Just reach out to me. You know where all the the information is. You can go to my Instagram account, uh, Oscar Duran, O S K A R D O O R A N, on Instagram, or just Land of Enlightenment uh, on Instagram, and go to the link tree. Follow all that stuff. Reach out to me, uh, however you can. Uh, remember that I love you guys, and that there's absolutely nothing that you can do about it. Bye. All right. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Oscar. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Of course. Um, so this is something that I've been kind of been doing for a while. We're doing something different. I'm highlighting nonprofits, and you're the first one that I'm highlighting. I love it. So, which is really cool, uh, especially since we've known each other for a long time, right? So, really quickly, I do want to highlight you as well. So, in your own words, who are you, and what do you do? Thank you, Oscar, again. Uh, you want me to hold it? Or I can hold it for you. Yeah, yeah okay, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, my name is Yuridia Morales Sanchez, and I have to say you know, my two last names because as you're familiar, down from Mexico, South of Latin America, we actually mm-hmm. use our two last names. Yes. So Morales Sanchez for my dad's and my mom's. And I was born and raised in Cuernavaca, Morelos, in Mexico, mm-hmm. close to Mexico City. Mm-hmm. And I arrived to Albuquerque as an international student back in 2006. 2006. Mm-hmm. So that, can we do the math? Absolutely. <laughs> 15 years ago. Yes, it's going to be my quinceañera this, this year. So are you having a party? <laughs> Absolutely. And actually, this is the year that we're um, going to have the opportunity to apply for my citizenship. That's a big so deal. That's a huge deal. Absolutely. That's a big one. So, I mean, you came here as an international student, and I feel Albuquerque specifically is very unique. I don't know if it's unique. It's just my own experience. But a lot of the international students that I know that came here ended up staying here, right? What was your experience as far as coming here and then ending up staying? You know, that's a great question. Thank you again, Oscar, for giving me the, the opportunity to talk about my, my story and, and, of course, highlighting you know, the nonprofit organization that, mm-hmm. that I'm part of. Uh, when I came here, you know, came to get my master's degree in public administration, mm-hmm. and I've always, uh, I was involved in politics back home in Mexico. So the main idea was to come here and have the experience to live in another country and why not you know in the united states as we all of us know like mm-hmm. internationally that the the power that 
that the United States has yeah. and the importance of me going back home and saying that I finished a master's degree from the the US, mm-hmm. you know, that I yeah. knew that it was going to be huge to put it in my resume. But I have found so many opportunities and it's something okay. fantastic, great people that uh, I could not be able to be here without the help that I have received since day one that I, yeah. I got here to Albuquerque. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of really good resources here. And I, I think a lot of people do end up kind of staying here. It's very interesting that you say the, the U.S. Is a, is a place from externally seen as like has some negative views. But to an extent, there's also there's a lot of opportunity here um, and being able to come here and get a degree and find opportunity. And I think that's something that's different here than in other places. Right. Would you speak to that, that there's there's just more opportunity to do different things. And so you can kind of pick and choose what you want to do. Um, was it a difficult decision to say, I'm going to stay? Actually not. Once <laughs> I got here and I started getting involved with the community and how fantastic the community here in Albuquerque, mm-hmm. specifically, you know, they, they are and all the help then I knew that this was, I wanted to say that Albuquerque is home for me. And it was so interesting, a really quick story that me going back home after I actually applied to so many visas Mm -hmm. and that I don't even remember anymore how many, and that's a a different story, you know, like how everything that as an international student I have to go uh, through in order for me that I wanted to stay here and went back home, but I had a homesick actually, like mm-hmm. you know, like that mm-hmm. cultural shock in my own country, like a Mexico. reverse culture shock. Absolutely, and it was it was so interesting for me, and it was intense, just feeling that way, feeling that I really wanted to come back, yeah. and then as soon as I finished. My master's degree, I had to actually, I was in Houston just for a few months, mm-hmm. even six months, mm-hmm. trying to actually get another master's degree, but I, that was the only way for me that I actually was going to be able to stay as an international student. Yeah. And, but I was, I was exhausted. You know, it is, at the end of the day, uh, English is going to be always my, my second language. Mm-hmm. And so it's always going to be difficult and getting an education in another language that is not your, you know, your, yeah. Yeah. the one that you grew up or the one that you're constantly talking to with your family, all it's, of my family is back home in Mexico. So that's, I guess that makes a difference, right? The, have you, I mean, have you noticed, I noticed that over time, not just myself, but family and other people that I, that have been here for long enough, the, um, you start forgetting some words. <laughs> <laughs> I remember correcting somebody saying, like, I swear they knew more Spanish than I did, and they, they couldn't remember the, the word for carpet. And I was like, alfombra. <laughs> and they're like, they, and they just couldn't remember it. But, like, again, like me, Spanish is my first language. English is my second. But there's certain things that just start to fade. 
Absolutely, or, right. or use this combination, you know, the combination of the words is just really quick and having specifically like mm -hmm. uh, with with my my boyfriend. He's 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 from here. He understands perfectly English, uh, Spanish. Excuse me. Oh, and okay. But uh, so we were watching a game, and then I said, "I want to see the repetition." You know, we're talking about, I mean, thinking in Spanish, it's la repetición yeah. uh, of the play. And he's like, do you mean the replay? I was like, yeah, that's what that's, I meant. That's what I meant. So yeah, that I is know. constantly something that that you have and, and switching back and forth. And, uh, you know, like I said, my mm -hmm. family, my mom, my sisters, they're all back home in Mexico. So yeah. that is the... My best friend is from Venezuela, so that's yeah. a constant, you know, I do not, like I speak both languages every day in a, in a regular, yeah. regular basis. Yeah, no, I mean, it, and that's good that you have the opportunity to do that, right? And it's, there's definitely moments um, where that, that becomes more difficult and things start to slip. I can relate to the learning of degree, having a degree in a third language because mine was in Portuguese. So that was a whole different thing. Right, but the difficulty of it is is big, right? Um, I'm sure it prepared you for so much more. Do you feel like much more better equipped than some people to do uh, your job? <laughs> um, oh my god, great question. Humility, yeah. of course, be humble. Yeah, right? No, 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 <laughs> no, actually. So now, having the opportunity to be in this wonderful organization, we'll, we'll be talking about a Global Ties ABQ. Mm -hmm. So I work at the Hispano Chamber of Commerce for a long time, and I have a lot, you know, that, that they actually, to thank them, because they, talking about the visas, they were the main reason why I was able to stay. And, you know, I went through, I applied for a work visa, which is H1B. I applied for the TN2, which is a, NAFTA one for for Mexicans and mm. and I mean I can go on and on with yeah. different kind of visas and they helped me a lot but then uh, I wanted to I just was looking for a different opportunity and Global Ties ABQ gave me that opportunity yeah. and so when you're talking about like the question that you asked is like no I mean constantly I'm I'm learning you are yeah. now having the opportunity to be the executive director of this organization so many things that i'm not familiar with and at the end of the day we go back to the language mm. it's totally different when you're looking into something you know legal or like you know when it comes to everything that has to do with taxes or yeah that is totally different so i'm learning now every day i'm learning something different that it's always going to be totally different when it comes to the culture with yeah. my own country. Yeah. Well, that's good, right? You always want to be in this place that's stimulating. And this seems like an organization that allows you, again, back to it, plenty of opportunity. So as far as the organization goes, what I guess what's, what is the organization? Because it's something that I know from speaking to you has been around for a while. Um, but you're going through some changes, right? So tell me the history and maybe what you're hoping to do. So Global Ties ABQ is actually uh, the, the official name or per se the nonprofit organization like legal name is the Albuquerque Council for International Visitors mm. has been in the city since 1963. 
Okay. It's been a long time. Yeah. It started with an amazing group of people as volunteers, mm -hmm. and it kept like that. So the board members were the ones that were running the organization. So we have been hosting emerging leaders from around the world through the U.S. State Department International Visitor Leadership Program. Mm, okay. And so just really quick of, uh, you know, the history of the reason sure, why sure. actually this program. So after World War II ended, mm -hmm. the U.S. State Department International Visitor Leadership Program, so they created this program because we needed to have better relationships with the world. Mm. So the U.S. embassies are the one actually they're looking for emerging leaders yeah. and who is doing making a difference in specific topics. So then they send them to the U.S. So they you can actually you cannot apply to come in that program. You mm -hmm. have to be selected. So us with Albuquerque or you know our name was changed actually by. Um, the first executive director of the organization, Adele Lees, and she's amazing. And sure. she had to actually leave. She's now in Amsterdam. So she changed the name to Globalized ABQ Albuquerque, right? Because mm. Globalized US is our headquarters in Washington, D.C. Gotcha. So that's why we wanted to have, she wanted to have that uniform name yeah. and when it comes to what is it that we're trying to accomplish to be mm -hmm. out there i know that they have done a remarkable job in 2019 they were able and i say they because i didn't join the organization until last year in january yeah. so before the pandemic started right but they have been done a remarkable job and they brought 410 international emerging leaders to the city of Albuquerque. Wow, okay. Yes, and and so the idea is keep growing in, in, in at the end of the day, we are showcasing who we are as a city, everything that we have to offer, and just to show that beauty of everything that we have here in Albuquerque and all the resources that we have, such as, I mean, you name it, right? Of course, we can never forget our beautiful weather Mm -hmm. Then all mm -hmm. the international events that we have, you know, the the technology, you know, now having of course Netflix yeah. and having all these yeah. like, movie industry, you can I can go on and on and on of the amazing things that we have in the city, and you know our job, like, you know, a lot of the times we hear just the ne negative side of Albuquerque. That's you know like no, let's embrace what we have. Mm -hmm. Let's just focus in the in the positive things that the Albuquerque can, you know, has to offer, and and that's our that's our goal and that's our job. To why not instead of bringing four hundred and ten international emerging leaders, let's double the number. But with that, we need the community to be involved with us. We need the community to know more about what we're doing as an organization and just invite them to be part of of the dream that we're building here. Of course, that makes a lot of sense. So, I mean, what I'm hearing is that there's, a, there, there, I guess I have a couple of questions when it comes to everything you just said, because this sounds like a very good program that benefits the city a lot, um, which is very good. I mean, so what, what's, we're, because we're bringing in people and creating a positive kind of brand and visibility to the city. 
and these people can go back home and speak well of it and literally you're creating these ties and these connections and this network um what's the i guess the long-term hope are you hoping that these people come back um and live here like as yourself maybe stay or is is the idea that you were just make potentially just kind of attracting more business and more kind of industry here what what's the end goal all of the both okay okay it's having the opportunity so when we bring these emerging leaders it's like we are actually beating with uh you know against per se you know other other cities mm -hmm. so there are 83 different global ties around the u.s wow okay. so everybody wants to have those emerging leaders in their cities correct mm -hmm. so we actually my uh, program manager she's the one that works on the proposals and we have to be you know, sending a, a, a great proposal where we're going to be talking about Albuquerque and all the amazing things and the resources. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just really quick example. So if we, you know, here in within 19 pueblos and the 21 tribes that we have, so that's that's a great resource that we have here in the yeah. city. The heritage yeah. or history. So it has to be a topic, for example, related to... Um, Native Americans, you know, how the, the history and in yeah. here in Albuquerque, right? So then we are going to have people from, I'm just going to throw, you know, from anywhere around the world that they want to learn about how they have been, you know, the development of, of their, yeah. Yeah. their tribes, for example, the pueblos. So then we are the ones that write a good proposal. We send it back. Mm -hmm. to what is called the national program agencies. So they review all of these and then said, okay, we want Albuquerque, you know, to be able to host this group of and you know, eight eight people, for example. But then they send it back to the US State Department. So the US State Department has to approve it. So once mm. all of that, it's a it's an amazing process. Yeah. And so, but we're having the opportunity to do that. So once the U.S. State Department says yes, absolutely, I think Albuquerque is the best destination for these people. So then we receive them here, meaning the quality of people. So they are decision makers. Mm -hmm. When exactly what you said, they go back to their countries and they talk the amazing things about Albuquerque. And how different we are of other cities and other you yeah. know, states. Yeah. And that right there is the opportunity. So, but yes, we bring the quality, but also it's a, we're talking about the direct economic impact that mm -hmm. these people are, are bringing. Why? Because at least they stay four to five nights in the city. So, at it's least, a short period of time. It, it is. And so they meet with uh, emerging or, or leaders in the community. Okay. Depends of, of the topic that they're specifically you know, looking. Yeah. And so they have their meetings, and but they stay to sightsee. So That's they go to the okay. Indian Political Bureau Center. They go to mm -hmm. the National Hispanic. They go to the tram. They go to Santa Fe. So mm -hmm. they go to the Pueblos. Yeah, that's an opportunity for us to be just you know to keep showing the beauty mm -hmm. and going back to your question 
that's they go back to their country, but with all the people that they were able to meet, and yeah. and, and, the, and, and of course the meetings that we actually arrange for them, mm-hmm. then it's always an opportunity for something that might happen in the future. Yeah, right? yeah. Like they go back to their country if they're thinking of a company that might be looking on something that we have here in the city. Mm-hmm. So right there, exactly what you said, those like the ties, you know, at the end, global ties. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like us being able to show everything and them deciding that yeah. there's an opportunity to showcase like a business. You never know. It could be education. It could be bringing, you know, doing a startup here, mm-hmm. coming back actually, you know, yeah. seeing the benefits of of everything that we have. And they, like you said, like I had the opportunity to stay. So, and this is my 15th year and I yeah. love this city. And I gotta say, I don't think I'm moving anytime soon. <laughs> so that's a lot of work that still we have to do and Albuquerque deserves that. Albuquerque mm-hmm. has a lot of potential mm-hmm. and that is part of what we're doing here. That's very good. And that's very that's that's amazing that you're 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 staying to make that difference, right? I hear a lot of people say that about this city. Uh but then leave. And so I think it's important. I think Albuquerque does deserve good things. Uh, I think the people of the city do deserve good things. Um, and we're starting to see some change over time. How is Albuquerque for you, I guess, as a city for New Mexico, a different place since you first came here in 2006? I mean, I can name a ton of different ways it's different. Yes. Right? I mean, coming as an international student and you know, you're really familiar, just with you know, all the friends that we have from around the world, mm-hmm. it's, it, it is a little bit difficult to get engaged as much with the community because, uh, I mean, you have to look into who also came as an international student because we share something, you know, we have mm-hmm. something in common at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. And so it has changed completely. It wasn't until I joined the Albuquerque Hispano Chamber of Commerce when I started the interaction of you know with the community and getting mm-hmm. to know mm-hmm. more people. So it took me a long time. And the other thing is, as you know, you know, as an international student and like that you have to maintain your your GPA because oh. of the scholarship that you have sure, sure. and going back to English as a second language. It's yes. like you have to study harder than, than you know, probably it's already difficult when you're getting an education in your own language. So now yeah. thinking in a different harder. way. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what it was. So my most of my time that I didn't have another option, but just mm-hmm. keep studying and until I had the opportunity to start working in, in an organization such as the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. And so it has changed a lot. So it was a different perspective from sure. being an international student, just wanting to go around, you know, the amazing thing about the International Balloon Fiesta, that we get all of us international students to, mm-hmm. you know, to have uh, a, a gathering mm-hmm. and learning from different cultures. So you focus kind of on that, 
and yeah. then until you start out there in the community, yeah. then it's a huge difference. So yeah. it has changed a lot. Yeah, it has definitely <laughs> changed a lot, and, and and I love it. I I love this city, and I cannot, you know, be like I can be talking every day that it deserves more good things about because sure. we have it instead of con constantly just talking about the negative side so mm, we mm, really yeah. deserve way more of everything that is happening yeah there are a lot of great things happening in the city there are there are you're right a lot of people do focus on the negative and it kind of bothers me and I'm like, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, why are you here? But that's not the right perspective to have. Um, because you're right, all this stuff already exists. We just need to find it and highlight it and bring it to the surface, right? And show it off, honestly. Um, you know, and a couple, you know, final questions, I guess. More long-term um, thinking for yourself and for the organization. We'll start with the organization. What do you hope? What do you foresee for the organization long-term? What's your like long-term goal? The long-term goal will be Global Ties ABQ be it for the city of Albuquerque. Having uh, anybody that will be thinking of international, you know, anything, education, business, mm -hmm. um, that it will be thinking about Global Ties ABQ. But, and really important, is not just us it will be the partnership and us building that organization with everybody will come together and because mm -hmm. at the end of the day there are a lot of wonderful organizations such as sister cities such as the un uh, albuquerque chapters world affairs council of albuquerque and global 101 one to one i can name so many but then why not coming together and actually all of us work in one purpose. Yeah. Now, the other day, um, it's not that I want to be, you know, we have a great support from, from our mayor right now, but the one Albuquerque, that's exactly the same thing. You know, mm. one organization where we can be all of us in the same place per se, in the same umbrella mm -hmm. and, and, and coming or having a, a, a spot where everybody will come when they have uh, the mayor or all the delegations or all their companies they are receiving the international delegations they can think of no let's go to global ties abq mm -hmm. so that's going to be the mm -hmm. spot mm -hmm. and but that's the only way that we're going to be able to reach this goal is by working together with our organizations yeah, so the, yeah. The, the work is out there like you know, for example, Sister Cities is actually an older organization than us. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what is it that we can do together to collaborate so we can make that happen? Yeah. So that will be the long-term goal, where it just having a, this organization established. But once again, for that, we do need those partners. But we also need the companies, other corporations, to be able to come to us and say, how can I support you? Yeah. How, yeah. you know, we, we need that because right now it's just, you know, most of the operations that we have comes from, or funds come from the U.S. State Department. Uh -huh. And it's fantastic. But we can be doing even more. 
you know, we have a lot of great companies in here, yeah. corporates that they just, you know, let, let, let's talk and, and, and see how collaborating, partnering, we can bring way more emerging leaders. Absolutely. That makes so much sense. And as far as that same question, like for you, on a personal level, and, you know, since we're friends, what do you hope for yourself long term? <laughs> wow, Oscar. That's a big question? It is. Okay. You know, uh, I was having a conversation actually last week about, you know, financials. And, of course, you know, we don't get any, any younger. We mm, get yeah. older every day. <laughs> so you start yep. thinking you need to start thinking in, in even exactly what you were asking in a long term retirement and that's mm. I think mm -hmm. us when you know and, and you can relate to this because you have traveled the world and you have studied in different countries. Yeah. It's like you get in that mindset where you have to plan because if plan A doesn't happen like back in two thousand eleven for example I didn't get my work visa, mm -hmm. my H1B, and I had to leave the country. So you have to have plan B for that, yeah. right? So yeah. you get in that mindset. So in the long term for me, it's like that. that's that's kind of like one of my dreams. Just like mm -hmm. I just see the Albuquerque deserves that different perspective from people from here and from outside in the northern world and it just i just keep thinking uh, that yeah you got me definitely up guard on that <laughs> question so the of, the, of, of, of the meeting that i had last week about talking about retirement and, and financials yeah. and things like that it's it's kind of like i work for a purpose I I think more about the legacy because we all mm, know mm -hmm. if something happens to you, I mean something that we know for certain that everybody's going to die. I'm sorry, yeah. to, like it, it's a reality. No, right? it's yeah. Don't be sorry. It's going to happen. <laughs> so if yeah. we're looking into that, what is it? What is my legacy? What's what important? I want yeah. Mm -hmm. people to talk about Yuridia Morales. Yeah. I don't think I would like to be looking into, oh, I want to be making this, I have to be making this much money. Mm -hmm. I don't see it like that. I mean, don't get me wrong, with the hard work that we do, yeah. absolutely it is welcome, right? Because it's your hard work that is going to be right. compensating. Yeah. But I think backwards i think on a way like i'd rather work for a purpose for a goal that i know is going to make a difference in somebody's life or yeah or somebody's you know and then or, or something like it would change here in the city so that's how and that's i have received so much help from so many people mm -hmm. that that's the way that i will give back yeah. So that's kind of like the way of who I am, the way that I think, that I work for a purpose. Yeah. Something that is going to change somebody's life or mine, why not? And then we go from there. That's fair. So if other opportunities, don't get me wrong, if it's, I would love to continue in this same field, uh, international relations, international affairs, 
you know, yeah, why not if yeah. I ever have an opportunity to move to another country or once I can, you know, have the blessing to become uh, a citizen of this wonderful country that, mm -hmm. that I can represent this country in another or, or my own country, of course, in Mexico, from Mexico in a different part of the world. So that would be something. That's a bit, yeah, say. that'd be great. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You want to save the world, huh? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's good. Any advice for anybody, you know, any young people maybe listening to this that went through a similar experience as you did? Risk it, just do it. <laughs> just okay. that, I'm, I'm yeah. sure that you've heard so yeah. many times the same thing, but that's the only way. I mean, just just risk, just risk it. Grab your luggage, definitely. Go. Travel the world. Yeah. I mean, experience going backpacking and studying another country because definitely that is the best way I believe that you're going to be learning the mm -hmm. reality of the world because yeah. having you know the opportunity once again of living here in, in this amazing country, uh, the U.S. is I see a lot of difference. You know, when it comes to going back home, mm -hmm. so many in the same thing going to different countries. And I gotta say something here in the US, and I wanna say we, we're spoiled. Yes. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And it's not until you really have the experience and being in a different culture, mm -hmm. in a different environment, when sometimes you don't even have nothing to eat yeah know? i mean i yeah. was me at some point eating crackers from the sapa unm and even adding a little <laughs> bit of ketchup because i needed to have you oh, know some yeah. other flavor so yeah. that part yeah. just makes you humble and mm -hmm. and learning and understanding the value of just life yeah and don't forget to give back do not forget mm -hmm. to give back. Yeah. That just of yeah. people that they are looking at you is just be a good people. Yeah. 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 Good. Thank you so much for coming on here. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Oscar. Of course. Thank you guys for listening. If you're watching, thank you so much. We love you and we'll, we'll talk to you guys soon.